Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. Today, we are on location in Wilmington, North Carolina. The Fab Five, Sarah, Claudette, Catherine, Kathleen, and me, Whitney, have gathered for a business retreat and, and now have a rare opportunity for us all to be together in one place. Yay! Together! And we reunited. You're so silly. We want to thank you for joining us. Our topic today is based on a quote. Every woman has the exact relationship she wants from the movie The Wedding Date, where Dermot's character says to Deborah's character, a woman who has hired him to be her date for her sister's wedding. And I've thought about this in my own life, and I have I actually have found it to be true. And so I'll be interested to hear what you ladies have to say. But for me, it boils down to choices and my owning what is happening and what I'm willing to put up with. If I wanted something different, I would make changes to make something different happen, just as I would with my career or with other areas of my life. And when I have talked to women, both married and single, particularly when they're bemoaning the state of their relationships or the lack thereof, the complaints seem to revolve around things the man does or doesn't do. Right. And we are wanting to be independent, but at the same time, we want to be wooed. We want to be cared for. We want to be pampered. Right. All these things want to be showered with gifts and affection, but we want it at the pace that we want it at. And as I was listening to some conversation this morning, I'm not going to say who said what. Oops. But we're talking about whether or not text and how many texts were too many or not enough or I don't like text and I want phone calls. It was all about what we wanted, right, as yes. women, rather than we should be working in conjunction with the man about what's appropriate in this relationship between these two people. So I want to share a thought that I had in an interaction that I had some a couple weeks ago with someone who wished me a happy birthday. And it gave me a flashback to a time where I was thinking about sins of the past and how women, men may do this too, but women make the current man, whether it's just a dating situation or in a relationship, sort of pay for the sins of the past of the men in the past. Hello. <laughs> and, how, and how that impacts how we move forward in a relationship. 
And then the other thing, I, we may have talked about this in another episode. I feel like I've said this before, but at a point where I was living as a single person in my marriage because my mindset hadn't changed. And so I was still making decisions as a single person and not really stopping to think about the interaction with my husband. So I just want to open this up. Let's have a discussion. I'm not expecting all of you to agree with me. It would be nice to, uh, if you've got an example showing up your position on this, to share an example, leave the names out, <laughs> right? Let's, yeah. pre- let's protect the innocent or the guilty. And let's just open it up and have a conversation. I want to jump in. Of course, I want to jump in. <laughs> like, I want to, like, jump across the room and say, what are you talking about with it? <laughs> but I don't think it's always a conscious choice that people choose the relationships they're in because that's what they think that they expect, not because that's what they want. They think that they deserve that based on what their experiences were in the past, what their childhood was like, what the programs that are in their body and their subconscious, people continue to repeat patterns because that's what they know. It's not because they want it. They want something different. They don't know how to change that. And oftentimes, and and I'll just use me as an example for most of my life, I read self-help books. I did oracle cards. I did all kinds of self-improvement techniques because I continued to repeat a pattern that wasn't in my best and highest interest. Not because the guys were bad. It's just I continued to repeat the pattern from a program within my body. And so I think you actually have to you'd be conscious that you don't want it anymore and take action to address that. But you have to actually go in with the subconscious that's holding that so you can reprogram your body and your subconscious to give you what you want. So I don't necessarily think or feel that women want, they have the relationship they want. But if you wanted a different relationship and you said that you've taken steps, self-improvement, reading books and other things, if you wanted something different, whether it's being single, right? Because between the five of us, three of us are single, two of us are married. If you wanted to be in a relationship, what is keeping you from being in a relationship? And I'm not saying that, you know, some man has to be, the perfect idea. I don't know yeah. what you're looking for, actually. Yeah. And it could be, and I don't know this, but it could be that you don't know what you're looking for, right? And it could, I mean, it, there are all sorts of things mm-hmm. that have us in the place that we're in. But one of the things that I think as it relates, particularly for single women, is that there's a part of you that enjoys your singleness, which is fine. Absolutely. Right. And you're not willing to give up some of those things in order to be in a relationship. And Sarah could speak to, I mean, except for Catherine, all of us have been married. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you look at your relationship, <laughs> 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 relationship when you were married and the things that you wanted or, 
thought you wanted in that relationship, as a single person, you could say, I, I don't want that again, right? right? I, and I don't want to give this up, and I don't want to give up certain things. But in order to be in a relationship, you don't have to change who you are at your core, but there are some things that you have to necessarily give yeah. up to be in a relationship. Yeah, like, totally and if you're not willing to pay right. that price, so to speak, then maybe you don't. To finish the statement I was that, that I was trying to make is that I've consciously made a choice to spend the last three years on my own because I wanted to shift. I wanted to move through the healing process of shifting whatever was in my body that that continued to choose people who were not in my best right. highest interest. Not again, not because they were bad. It just weren't the right match for me. Right. And right. so now I'm very clear on what <laughs> works for me and what doesn't. And now I'm starting to open up to that to have a different perspective, but I don't, I, I just feel like women and men, actually, I think it's both. I don't think it's just women, but I, I think we oftentimes choose what we think we deserve, not what we want. I think when I was dating, one of the things I openly did was date people to figure out what I didn't want. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was checking boxes and I, I was never nervous to, to date a lot because in my mind I was trying to check the box of, Oh, I definitely don't want that. Oh no, that's too much for me too. And so I was sorting into what I really wanted by Mm -hmm. identifying the things and traits with men that I didn't want at all. I remember one guy just saying to me, I really just want you to be home and cook and have dinner ready. And I thought to myself, I am out. Let me. (laughs) Because I don't mind cooking. And I love, you know, when we can cook together or when I can cook for my family. But I didn't want to be the person. I was never, I am never going to be home all the time cooking dinner. And he needed that. He wanted that. And I knew we weren't a match. So I think that, you know, that's how I perceived kind of trying to figure out Mm -hmm. what I did want. I think that's healthy because so many people will start to date somebody and they're hoping it works out and letting some of the red flags or the little yellow flags go by because instinctually we have an instinct to connect to someone, right? And when we were in a tribe of only 15 people and let's say there were more women than men, you were out of luck if you didn't get that man. So there's kind of that instinctual drive but to do it, to check off what doesn't work for you, uh, sorting, that's what I think dating is all about. Don't assume it's going to work. Don't assume it's not. Drop all preconceived ideas. I am the one that was talking about texting. you know. But my question was, what do other people expect? For me, I don't know that I have any expectation. I just find it interesting when you know you start to date with, how much people would communicate or not communicate too much is too much. Mm. Like, you know, I think this, if you don't respond to me within, you know, an hour, what's wrong with you type stuff is just too much. Yeah. So having these conditions, right. And these expectations in every relationship, depending on what stage you're in, Mm -hmm. it's going to shift. Right. We, I know for me, like, I can relate so much Kathleen to what you're talking about, Mm -hmm. like being in the programming and, I haven't had the real, so this topic too, we have the relationship we want, right? It really had me thinking about all relationships, right? Intimate, 
personal friends, like, and business. And here we all are together sitting in bed with each other doing this live. And I remember a couple of years ago going through and doing a lot of growth and expansion work personally and really being in this place where I wanted like more people in my life that were on that same path. And then I met all of you. And I feel like, you know, it's not even for me about, because I wanted that. Mm-hmm. I wanted that. And I feel like I attracted, we all attracted each other to each oh, other. Right? right. So it's like, okay. And, but then the contrast in my life, intimate relationship, I'm single, I'm dating, enjoying the journey. I would love to be a, a loving, intimate, long-term relationship. That's what I will find an amazing relationship. Clearly the timing isn't up to me. Clearly I've got growth. I feel like I have grown so much over these last few years by not being in an intimate relationship, but learning because now like we don't know what we don't know. Right. And so I've been programmed. I, you know, my parents were divorced when I was younger. I haven't really had like super strong, intimate relationships to like learn from. Right. I've been learning as I go literally since I was a child right? About relationships, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm like, I feel like for me in intimate relationships, I feel like I show up a lot more in my masculine energy to protect myself. And I see that now, now that I know this, know about feminine and masculine energies. And, you know, I tend to be more attracted to more masculine kind of guys. And, you know, so because I was protecting myself, I was showing up in more of a controlling way, more of a masculine way, a criticizing way when think conditions in my mind weren't being met. So now I know I have this information, right? And so I'm excited, but I don't have a relationship I want in that area because I'm single and I really like to have one, but I'm also learning a lot and preparing. I don't think that... And attracting. Attracting a new kind of guy. So that's my point. The wanting right? What do we want versus what are we attracting? And then I got my list together of what I literally wrote a list, what I want in my relationships and the value. What are my values? What do I stand for? My twenties, even my early thirties, I didn't even know what the hell I stood for. I didn't know what my values were, what my beliefs were, right? So this is, I'm just attracting these willy nilly and I was growing myself. So now I'm like, I know I'm clear. I'm focused on what I want. And I don't think it's mutually exclusive. I didn't listening to you, Catherine and, and Kathleen, and to some extent, Sarah, as you are figuring it out, that is not saying that that, that relationship or the relationships that are kind of swirling around you as you are figuring things out, that, that that's a bad thing. I feel like the the connotation is that if I'm in a relationship that's not the relationship or a perfect relationship, somehow that's negative. And that's not. You could be in a place where I want to figure figure this out. And that's just knowing that you need to figure. Because I remember going through that phase after a relationship that I thought it was super painful. I just knew Mm -hmm. I got to be single. I don't know what, and because I got to figure some shit out Absolutely. inside of me. Because Absolutely. here I am again, and I did and that the same started thing. it. That started to open those doors of exactly. Of and I did the same thing, Kathleen, before you know, getting with Michael. 
is that I have went through a period intentional where it's like I'm not I wasn't dating at all and then I decided okay I'll start dating slowly but surely and you know some other things happened and then Michael came along but in that I made the decision I didn't have a relationship because I made a decision that I didn't want the kinds of relationships that I had in the past some of which I very consciously chose and when I look back now I see patterns of things that while I may not have consciously chose them, something, some part of me was choosing and I was choosing the same dude mm-hmm. over and over again. Right. The, the same, the same dude too. with a different face. And sometimes not even really that different of face. <laughs> I hear you. More of the same. <laughs> I mean, after, after you know, being married three times and multiple relationships in between that, I... I mean, some people would think that would be like, Jesus, what is wrong with her? And frankly, I think it's just all part of what pushes you to, you know, I just want to give people permission that's out, that's out there and they're judging themselves because they've gone through two divorces or three divorces. My point is just like, so you have, and now you know that there's something that's programmed inside you, that you want something different, but something's programmed inside you, and there's ways that you can move through that so you don't have to continue to repeat that, that pattern. And, and, and so what would you it. suggest? What are some of the things that you, you could do in order to change that programming? Well, by now, I think everybody knows that I'm all about the natural healing, you know, so the energy channeling or regenerating images and memory or the truth method, or it is really about going in and reprogramming the blocks. Now, if you don't believe in that, then go to a cognitive thought therapist and start to shift your pattern about yourself. So really what we choose in others is what we feel of ourselves and how we feel of ourselves. And and we've chosen the five of us. Say that one more time. What we we choose in others is how we feel about ourselves. It goes back to the programming. It goes back to, you know, we have beliefs at a subconscious level, and those beliefs are driving our lives. They're shaping every relationship. They're shaping, you know, I shared the story of how a couple friends of mine that I thought were going to be friends for life just left. Well, I had a fear of betrayal in a fear of rejection I had to deal with. And I know that. So they just mirrored that which was in me. So that's where we start to take accountability for everything that is showing up in our life. And I bless them and love them because I got rid of that little bit of rejection and betrayal thing that I had left. I'm like, well, if that would have never been identified, you know, two, three more years further in and bigger stuff, how would it have showed up? Like, you know, so I think it's really important that we don't just criticize other people or the men, right? That we look at ourselves and go, do I love myself in the way I want choose? I say choose to be loved. I love that. Do I love myself enough? Do I love myself enough to be in the presence of a man and be authentic and not think I have to shift my energy oh. down or change or do this or that. And I say, ladies, I'm so glad you that. Well, this is the journey I'm on. I pay attention. You know, I haven't been dating. I haven't been. Like, I, I just haven't. I had stopped. But I want to pay attention 
to how I am in the presence of a man? Do I feel constricted or do, do I feel expansive? Energy-wise. Energy-wise. Within wise. your heart. Within yeah. my heart. Do I feel like I can just be myself or do I feel like I have to contort and shape myself into something? And if you feel like you have to try to get them or you have to try to contort to get them, Stop right there. It's not. It's not. It's right not, not going to work. You know, five years later, you'll be seeing it won't work, or a year later, whatever. It, because so we can never fake yeah. You know, being something that we aren't. The true self will come out, but the beliefs are everything because they drive our life. Well, the other thing I just I keep piping in because this is such a big topic for me. Like I really am passionate about this because I've learned so much. So many you know, valuable relationships I've had. It's really knowing, I think what's important for you is that to really know who you are and what are your values? What do you want? What do you choose? What, like, you have to really know who you are. Like Sarah was saying, when she was dating, she would intentionally just date and see what wouldn't work for her so she could shape what does work. So much value in that information. Just because you date someone does not mean that you have to be in a relationship with them, right? It can be truly a date like Sarah was saying. And I think when you... And you can have that five times over in your life and just be dating until you find what is that special whatever it is that you're looking for. And I think we need to separate the difference between dating relationship and and relations like big R relationship, little R relationship, because you're always in relationship with someone with yourself with yourself and other people. But when we're talking like big R relationship, yeah, big R committed relationship, that sort of thing, because in like little R relationships, it's just about relating. And Sarah is so on point. We should be when we're not married. That is. <laughs> we should be. You should be. You should be dating, right? So that you can reaffirm or learn something new and figure out what it is you want, what it is you don't want, what fits, what doesn't fit, so that you can then, when you get to that place, move forward with that person. I think. And maybe I'll speak for myself. I've observed this, but I'll speak for myself. Being of a serial monogamist, right? And just going from one relationship to another, even if there's a span of time in between and not really dating and learning those lessons that I think are really important. So if I were to have a daughter, that's what I would tell her. It's like, take your time, know yourself. You have to start knowing know know yourself. What do you value? You, the most? Your values, your three yes. at least, and align yes. with that. With yeah, your absolutely. close friends, with your intimate per- the big R's, the big because re- I look at relationships kind of in buckets. You know, it's like there's different categories of relationships absolutely. in my life, and yes. what I what I feed it right, and what I allow it right, right. because. There may be something going on that I don't fully love in a relationship, but it's not one that I'm like emotionally invested in, but I, there's a gain there in some way. And so it's cool. It's fine. I, but it may not be a person that I have in my close, close circle, like you ladies, you know, I forgot too, you know, like I'm a certified Barrett, uh, Barrett's values center is what it's called. And, 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 
there's a test that, and there's multiple tests that you do. It's like to figure out what are your values in that moment. And it's free, you know, it's an online test. You can do it. And it's fascinating to understand what your values are, because once you understand what your values are, you can see what kind of values you want to see in other people. Yes. And you can add in the play, the intellect, the deep conversations, the, like you add in the other stuff that makes that a, a successful relationship. And that's a big R in general, like the successful relationship with yourself, with your friends, your partner. And the other thing that I just want to say is like, if you feel you need a relationship, it's time to do some work. Yes. If you need Amen. to have a relationship, you have to be with mm-hmm. someone, it's time to do some personal work. That's so such true. a great Good point. point. Yeah. And yeah. I'm so happy earlier. I'm so happy you made that point. Claudette, earlier you made the point, the relationship we have with ourselves, right? You just said that too. Mm-hmm. Guess what? We have a re- uh, the relationship with ourselves is the most important, mm-hmm. right? And so... First and foremost, make that relationship be the relationship you want to have. The relationship you want with your self, make that be most important. In my experience, I remember back in the day in intimate relationships, I was looking for them to give me the self-love that I needed to be given myself. So there were all these conditions on how they had to show up for me. And So, because I wasn't giving that love to myself and I wasn't, I did not love myself back then. And so I started that journey of self-love of taking care of myself first, you know, and there's no better feeling than being fulfilled with just me because I used to look for that with other people in relationships. I was codependent. I was conditional with my love. And now I'm fulfilled and I'm showing up in every kind of relationship completely different than I used to. And it having that relationship with yourself where you treat yourself the best, you love your love on yourself, it's the most important. It's the building block to everything else. It's such a good point because otherwise you're looking for people to fill voids, voids that they are not equipped to fill and then you are for right? didn't sign up for and, <laughs> and then you are disappointed with them, angry with them, and then continuing to be in a relationship wondering why it's you're like this all the time. And so that, that is such a good thing. So and bringing it back to beliefs. So here's the thing. If I'm critical of myself, you know, highly critical, which what woman can say that we've you know never been critical of ourselves. I mean, come on. Every woman criticizes herself. So until we get truth on that to stop doing that and to have grace upon ourselves, we can't just sit here and go, he criticizes me all the time. Because the way the universe works, you have a belief, you criticize yourself, that belief goes out and you pull that out of the other person. Mm-hmm. So the universe is always responding back and going, oh, this is your belief. Let me cause it to be true. So it happens within yourself, it happens without. So that's where we go into the seven essay mirrors of relationships. Yeah. Like it's the reflection of that which is in us. And so 
it's time to step out of everything is wrong on the outside of me and time to step inward and go, I'm completely responsible for my experience. And some people don't want to hear that. But if, if, if we face that truth, then we can change everything. Yeah, it's so important for you, the listener, you, to take a look around you to see how other people are treating you, whether it's your friends, your family, your children, your husband, your wife, your partner, your lover, your multiple lovers, whomever, doesn't matter to me. And if something's not working and you feel like everybody treats you like crap, that's how you're treating yourself. You know, that that's what you're doing to yourself. So step into your power, take it back, and do something about it. And forgive yourself and get yeah. the truth you need. And your frequency changes. And now yeah. you're not broadcasting criticism. You're broadcasting grace. You're broadcasting growth. You're bro- and that's who you will pull in. And it's surprising. The very person that had been criticizing you once the truth is within will show up differently. So I say, don't judge any outward relationship until you have dealt inwardly and then see how everyone shows up. I, I look around now and the relationships I have with my friends, I've never had female relationships like I have today. Like my female friends are truly, it's a give and take and it's not just me being the caretaker for others. It's really, truly a, it's respectful. It's embracing. It's encouraging. And that's the clue when you're ready to start dating again. I feel for me, that's the way it feels for me. Like if I feel good with my, my own relationship with myself and the relationship with my friends and my family. So I feel like that's just a place where we, when we're ready, we know. Well, it's funny when we first started this topic, there was a lot of back and forth about whether or not we agreed. But now that we're talking about it and we're actually vocalizing how each of us feel about it, I think we're finding we're really closer on the same page than we all thought we were not even 45 minutes ago. Right. right. 45 minutes ago, we weren't sure where this conversation was going to go and how it was going to end up. But at work, that we even agreed. We kind of thought we disagreed about the topic. Mm-hmm. At first, well, I was like, "What does this even mean? <laughs> what, what's behind this?" Hold on, let me get my thoughts clear on this. Woo. With multiple relationships, I'm like, "I know, I don't necessarily agree with that statement." And but, but there is, there's so there much. Is con- it's really contrast, and it really is helpful to think about relationships kind of categorically too. It may even sound kind of cold and unemotional to put like relationships in a bucket, but there are, you show up, you know, your values, you know who you are and you always bring that in every relationship, but you know, there, you're going to have different types of relationships as well. And giving that space to allow it to be right. So I want to ask this question before we start to wrap this up. We had, in another episode, we talked about going with the flow. And Kathleen, you just said in your female relationships that you are really starting to feel a flow in the nature of those relationships. Do you, who are dating in particular or on the verge of starting to date again, see yourself as being in a place where you are more willing 
to go with the flow in the pursuit of romantic, intimate relationships than you have been in the past? And how will you not be someone who's constantly overanalyzing every act of what you're doing or what he's doing so that you can be more in the flow? I love that. Go ahead. I think I'm, I'm totally in the flow of dating. I don't have any expectations other than have a, a good time when I'm first meeting somebody. And clearly as relationships deepen, things shift, right? But I'm just out dating, right? I'm having fun. And that is my only expectation is to have a good time, meet new people, make some new friends, And then one day, find somebody that I really, really connect with and align with as a human, our values. But I just have a lot of fun with it. And I have no expectations or conditions. And if it flows and I'm enjoying it, it continues to more and more dates. And if I'm not enjoying it, or I get bored, as I often find myself saying, then I don't. And we just just go with that. (laughs) That's interesting. So when you say go with the flow, I want to just clarify what go with the flow means for, you know, the, for people who are listening, for you who's, who are, who's listening. It's, for me, going with, in the flow is like what it feels like in my heart. Mm-hmm. And in my heart, if I feel like it's easy, it's fun, it's joyful, there's a connection, that it just goes it's just smooth, then sure, I'll have another date. I'd like to go on one date first, but they, <laughs> that would work. Uh, it's listening to my heart. And when, when you have those red flags that Claudette picked up or said earlier, like if you had that like, oh, that didn't feel good. That didn't feel good. That just like, oh, you can tell you're, there's a conflict there inside. And so, Going with the flow is listening to my heart more so. If it's difficult, if it's anxiety-filled, if it's depressing, stop right there. Do not pass go. I hear you. Why did you want to have the... My thing is go with the flow. I don't have any expectations of who someone is or how they show up. I just watch it. I, I want to create the space for them to show up authentically with who they are and follow the guidance. And I think everything beautifully unfolds at that point. Yeah. That's it. Simple. Awesome. Sarah, I give you the last word before I wrap up. Last word. It's about being intentional, right? Yeah. I think that's what we agreed today is we better be intentional because you're going to get what you put out there and what you want. Right. So what's the quote again? The quote is every woman has the the exact relationship she wants. I still don't agree with it. No, I didn't mean to have the last word. I didn't mean to say the last <laughs> word. You, you, you might not have it now, but you can choose to have it. Yes. And you can choose to have it by turning inward, getting the truth you need, setting your soul free. Mm-hmm. And then you will attract the other person mm-hmm. that is in frequency with that. That's what I... I, I would change the want to attract. I was the woman the, has a relationship she attracts. I was I actually had written that down as my party. Yes, we were like, <laughs> yeah, like so insane. Yes. 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 So we do agree. We'll end on that note. <laughs> it was that it would be more that she gets the relationship she's attracting 
and maybe before she gets to that point, it's a deserving or a thing she deserves, right? Yes. And then yes. as the awakening happens, it becomes more of an intentional attraction and not, you know, the attraction of the stuff that hasn't been dealt with. So uh-huh. with that, I just want to <laughs> just leave these final thoughts is that love yourself. So these were a couple of nuggets that I picked up that we have to love ourselves enough, right? So love yourself enough not to shift your energy in order to get something that you think is what you should be moving towards. And to just be yourself. It's important to be yourself. Know who you are. Start there. Know who you are. Love yourself. Know yourself. Love yourself. And then give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. Oh, I so love that. true. Give yourself grace. And more too much of it. It's, it's a process, right? It's a process. And so go forth, date if you're in a committed relationship, love that relationship and be your full authentic self in that as well. So with that, we want to say thank you for joining us from Riceville Beach. Absolutely. In person, live and in person. So Thank you all for being willing to have this conversation. I know there was some trepidation at the beginning, but I think it turned out well. It was spiciness. It was. (laughs) (laughs) We walk into it. So with that, thank you. And until next time from the Fab Five, have a good one. Yeah. We love you. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.